Hello, and welcome to another American Road Trip Talk, where you meet the people behind the colorful content of our American Road magazine. I'm Foster Brown, your host. Our spring 2011 edition of the American Road magazine is centered around dinosaurs and their many manifestations along the highways of North America. One of our articles presented the Extinction Theater, part of the Talisman Energy Fossil Exhibition housed in the Canadian Museum of Nature in Ottawa, Canada. Our guest for this American Road Trip talk is Dr. Steve Kumba, a paleontologist at the museum and one of the scientific advisors who helped create the Extinction Theater. He'll describe the show, which is actually a multimedia experience that chronicles the passing of the great thunder lizards and the dawn of a new age for the earth ruled by mammals. Before we hear that story, I want to thank the Heritage Tractor Adventure for sponsoring this American Road Trip Talk. Join over 300 vintage tractors led by Max Armstrong as they travel the scenic byways of the I&M Canal Heritage Corridor from June the 11th through the 15th. Visit HeritageTractorAdventure.com Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. And I'm delighted to have with me right now Dr. Steve Kumba, who is a research scientist in paleontology, who is connected to the Canadian Museum of Nature, and uh, is here to tell us a little bit more about the Extinction Theater, a rather dramatic name, by the way, Dr., Thank you. We uh, we like it, and uh, it's really part of the uh, Talisman Energy Fossil Gallery, um, and this is um, uh, a big exhibit, a permanent exhibit at the museum that features, um, uh, instead of, uh, say, the history of life from the beginning to now, something like that, we tried to do something a little bit different and concentrate just on uh, an interesting segment of Earth's history, uh, the time from when the dinosaurs were sort of at the at the height of uh, of their uh, <coughs> I, I guess their numbers and uh, dominance over uh, the other uh, creatures on Earth. Um, through this time period when there was an extinction at the end of what we call the Cretaceous period, about 65 million years ago. Mm-hmm. And and we didn't want to concentrate just on, oh, sad day, you know, <laughs> uh, there was an extinction and all dinosaurs died. We wanted to show what happens after that, and so we mm-hmm. show the rebound of life uh, into... Um, how uh, mammals and, uh, became more dominant. Some things survived the extinction uh, uh, that mm-hmm. happened at the end of the Cretaceous. And so we show life on both sides of that event. And although you, you come into the gallery and you see a, a lot of uh, exciting dinosaur uh, skeletons and, mm-hmm. other, and those of other creatures who lived at the same time, um, you walk in through a, a, a large diorama of, uh, I guess, uh, life size and, uh, and fleshed out uh, dinosaurs, and you go into this extinction theater, which is an enclosed space, um, and it is a, um, 
uh, I guess, a multi-sensory sort of experience. Yeah, yeah, I want to stop you there because I found that fascinating as as I was researching this and uh, we wrote about it, that this isn't um, just kind of a, a 3D movie that, you know, where it kind of pops out at you. You actually kind of step into the experience. You do. And uh, what we what we like, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a reflective space. You, you come in and you sit down and... And the room gets uh, gets dark, and uh, uh, you know we uh, it's a little bit of a reflective uh, time. You've just seen all this excitement of what's happening in the uh, in the Cretaceous world, you know, from about eighty million years ago uh, or so. And then um, this is a high definition sort of movie experience, if mm-hmm. you will, mm-hmm. that is coupled with uh, with sensory uh, events. You can uh, there there's a, a lot of uh, lights. There's some uh, some three dimensional uh, creatures around, oh, really? uh, and and there are uh, uh, you can you can feel uh, wind. You can feel ah. uh, a, a little uh, a little spray of rain. You know this kind of thing. Oh, it's it's kind of uh, and uh, and a very very powerful uh, sound. Yeah. But what we try to do in that is to convey that moment uh, uh, and and give you a little bit of background up to the moment when um, an asteroid uh, struck the Earth mm-hmm. and probably a series of asteroids and, mm. and created enormous effects uh, throughout the world. There had been a lot of volcanism going on. In other words, volcanoes erupting all over the world. The atmosphere was a little poisoned. And then, wham, this... Uh, 10-kilometer diameter chunk of, uh, <laughs> of extraterrestrial <laughs> matter just slammed down onto the wow. Earth uh, near the Gulf of Mexico mm. and um, created some enormous uh, effects that were felt uh, pretty much across the planet. And, and, so, and, and in essence, it, it, if you will, ushered out the age of the dinosaurs, but it also brought in the other creatures. And this is ab- the pivotal point you were talking about. Absolutely, and that's uh, that's what we've uh, we've tried to do there, and, and it just extinction is a big topic to try to explain in text panels and things, and it's not very exciting. So we decided <laughs> to work with Science North, uh, Sudbury in, in Canada, mm-hmm. and 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 sort of set this up to be a little more visual, a little more uh, graphic, a little more grabby, if you will. Sudbury is north of Sault Ste. Marie, northeast, I believe, of Sault Ste. Yes, Marie. Yes, it is. Folks at Science North and Sudbury have a, a, a lot of expertise in putting together uh, these sorts of, uh, of uh, multi-century... Uh, I think movies. it's fascinating that you, you've brought all this together in such a wonderful theater, a complete theater kind of thing. As a matter of fact, Dr. Steve Kumba is our guest. He is a paleontologist with the Canadian Museum of Nature, which is located in Ottawa. Dr. Kumba, I understand that in the Extinction Theater there is, a, uh, if you will, a little a hero or a... A heroine or hero, a small <laughs> mammal that is, is part of the focus of this? Yes. As you know, mammals did uh, live back at the time of the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. but they were very much a small part of the story in the, in the, you know, the underbrush and, and running around. They weren't very large at all. Spent most of the time yeah. probably getting out of the way of the dinosaurs. E- exactly. And in fact, we're hunted by dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. We, we know that. And so, um, and the, in the end, the, the mammals are, are the ones that, uh, that did survive, uh, you know, along with many other kinds of mm-hmm. creatures, but the dinosaurs did 
didn't, uh, nor any of the pterosaurs uh, and things like that that flew through the the air. Mm-hmm. So this mammal, if you will, is a is a, a little bit of a survivor. Uh, I mean, he he's yeah. he's not a hero in the sense of you know <laughs> fighting off the uh, the yeah. dreaded carnivore or anything yeah. like that. But uh, but he does survive and and importantly survives to be able to reproduce. Well, what's and so that's what. Uh, what ushered in the age of the mammals. Well, this is, I, I think it's fascinating the way that you've taken all of these different visual images and sensory images and put them together in this wonderful thing. And, and, and though it has a sinister title of the extinction theater, is actually, uh, in many ways, uh, about the rebirth or the birth of a, of a brand new era in the earth, which is the era of the mammals, to the museum to see this. Now, I know that's not all that you have at the museum. If you could, can you give us a, just kind of a, a broad sweep of what else is available to see there at the Canadian Museum of Nature? Sure. We've got uh, a brand new uh, mineral gallery that's just opened up that has fascinating uh, gems and minerals from all over the world, including some very spectacular ones from both Canada and the United States uh, and and abroad. We've got a, a great new water gallery, which focuses on uh, water in our lives, everything from the oceans to the ponds and rivers and the uh, and of course, what we uh, we drink every day, and and the mm-hmm. the importance of clean water and all, but really the focus on water as a medium for life. And uh, uh, we've even got a fully articulated skeleton of a, of a blue whale oh in there. Wow! <laughs> so you've got everything from tiny krill and plankton up to a blue whale on display. So uh, this is this is a lot of fun. One final thing I wanted to talk to you about, because it is so interesting from the picture that we have in the uh, American Road magazine, is the building itself, the museum. It's a composite of, uh, when I thought of the extinction theater, of the transition from one form to another, you have what looks like um, early 20th century architecture into something that is looks like space age. Uh, we've just, op- just gone through a huge renovation process and uh, the original building was built between uh, 1908 and 1912. Uh, they imported dozens of Scottish stonemasons to come in and, and erect this building we call the castle. And uh, it was purpose-built as a museum. Uh, but oh. uh, over the years, climate conditions for preserving uh, uh, fossils and, and other exhibits really aren't uh, uh, quite the, the, the best things for a building. You have to keep relatively uh, uh, high humidity and, and warm temperatures. Oh, I and, got you. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's tough on stone, so, <laughs> uh, and specifically on the mortar. Uh-huh. So uh, we had to go through a big renovation uh, project to uh, make the building safe again. And what we've done is um, in place of a, a big tower that was originally in stone on the front of the building, and within a few years of the construction of the building, the tower started to lean and was in danger <laughs> of collapse. And in fact, it was it was causing the whole front of the museum to sink down into uh, the clay that it had been built on. So it was a, a very tough engineering project. But anyway, they they removed the stone back in the 20s, and uh, and it had been sort of a, a, a stubby front of the building uh, <laughs> since then. But now they've uh, replaced it with a, what it's termed a, a glass lantern. And uh, actually, Queen Elizabeth uh, uh, and Prince Philip just uh, just visited uh, earlier in the, the spring last year, and they dedicated this Queen's Lantern, and it's it's a gorgeous uh, thing. I, it soars uh, about 60 feet up, and uh, uh, it, 
looks fascinating. Uh, as I, as I, as I, my understanding, Dr. Kumba, that it, it's actually suspended. The, the 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 lantern itself, rather than being supported from the bottom up, is is actually almost hung from the top down. Well, it, that's the way it it appears. The weight is not borne by the building itself. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. It is uh, anchored uh, separately, but attached to. And so um, we also have a problem uh, in that uh, the Ottawa area is within um, an earthquake zone. And, you know, every few years we get a little, hmm, what was that? You know, a little <laughs> rumble. Uh, of course, uh, you, you don't want your dinosaur skeletons to come crashing down no. or your visitors to be, uh, be hurt. So we've taken, a, during this rebuild, a lot of, of earthquake protection, you know, buffering and, and that sort of thing. Well, it is most certainly worth a visit to Ottawa to see the Canadian Museum of Nature. And, Doctor, thank you very much. This sounds like a place that would take at least a day or more of uh, visiting to even get a little bit of a smattering. We might add that the Extinction Theater runs, as I understand, every 10 minutes, and it's both in French and English? In French and in English, and uh, if you uh, if you go in just as, as one language has started... Uh, in uh, about about fifteen or twenty minutes, you'll you'll be able to go in for the for the other one. So it, it cycles continuously throughout the day. So. Yes. Doctor, thank you so much for sharing with us generously here on the American Road, and I hope that many of our uh, readers and listeners here will get a chance to enjoy the Extinction Theater and all the rest of the things that there are to see at the Canadian Museum of Nature. Thank you, Doctor. You're most welcome. This American Road Trip Talk has been brought to you by the Heritage Tractor Adventure. Join over 300 vintage tractors led by Max Armstrong as they travel the scenic byways of the I&M Canal Heritage Corridor from June the 11th through the 15th. Visit HeritageTractorAdventure.com Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me here again soon as we travel more of the American road and get to know the fascinating people we meet along the way. Don't forget to visit our website at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for our most recent issue, blogs, pictures, travel tips, special deals, and so much more. Or find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for the latest American Road news. For the American Road Magazine, I'm Foster Brown, reminding you that the joy is in the journey.